0: Deal at center as Eichel lifted a stick. The free puck to Petrangelo in his own zone. Stretch pass. Eichel is in with a cutter. Third man Martinez scores!
1: Alex Martinez, 3-1 Golden Knights.
0: Nobody is ever satisfied with one, so we're back for a second hour of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show.
2: Then it looking cross-eyed. Stone intercepts. This time he sends
1: it down in a walk ball and go into the goal. Mark Stone, the captain, makes it 8-3 Golden Knights with six minutes to go in the third period.
0: From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio and live at LVSportsNetwork.com, here is Ryan Wallace.
1: Sticks down, drop the puck. Hour number two of the VGK Insider Show rolling along here on a Friday. Darren Millard will be back on Tuesday. That's right, Tuesday. No VGK Insider Show on Monday, as we've talked about. Throughout hour number one of the program, the Golden Knights rookie faceoff starts tonight for them, taking on the Anaheim Ducks at 7 o'clock inside the Dollar Loan Center. They'll play on Saturday against San Jose at 7 o'clock, also at the Dollar Loan Center. And then on Monday, it's Vegas and Colorado, 3 p.m. City National Arena. So hockey will preempt the VGK Insider Show. So we will not be with you on Monday, just letting you all know that. But there will be hockey. There you go. A little bit of hockey. Who can say no to that? That's kind of the way it
2: should be, right? Like, well, we should be preempted yeah. for hockey. Yeah. I mean, Nothing ho- else. We shouldn't be preempted for anything else. But hockey, understandable.
1: It, I'll, I'll tell you this. It will not be the last time this year that we are preempted for a hockey game. No. Doesn't mean you won't hear me. No. You just you won't hear me on Monday. Yes. That's all.
2: But you'll be back on Tuesday. And
1: and then the crazy thing about that, Chapman, right, is that we're going to turn to next week. We're going to be preempted on Monday. And then six days later, I'm going to be on the air for the first pregame intermission and postgame of the season.
2: On Sunday. Sunday night, 24th. So Mark your calendars. I have a question now. Okay. That opening, no one's ever satisfied with one. Mm -hmm. Yep. So here's our two. The question becomes if the Golden Knights go back to back, uh huh, well, no one's satisfied with
1: two. You you volunteering more work. Do we here?
2: give you more hockey? Do we give you a third hour of the VGK insider show if they if
1: I feel like there's a couple of ways you could go here. Because like in theory, right, if there's a seven o'clock puck drop, there's three hours of Ryan Wallace on the air leading into that game. Okay. Assuming it's a Monday through a Friday. Right? Like we do the insider show from four to six. I jump on and hand off to myself, which is always fun. Yes. For the uh for the pregame show. Um, that's like a that's like a five and a half to six hour radio day. I I don't know that three hours is the way to go. Listen, if the golden knights go back to back, <laughs> nothing's off the table. I don't think anything's off the table at that yeah. point. You know, now I-, I, I will probably enlist your help. In terms of uh, show notes, at that point, like at that point, you're gonna take the planning and the, and the and the preparation of the show like off my plate. I'm just gonna show up, and you're gonna be like, "This is what we're talking about. This is what we're doing." Formulate your takes. You know what's what's crazy? I I don't think
2: people who aren't in the radio business know. Mm. Like, yeah, we're on the air for two hours, sure, but we're prepping for a lot of the day
1: <laughs> for, for a lot more than that.
2: Yes, yeah. like and and the thing is we prep so much that we have stuff we don't even get to.
1: Yeah, okay. So just to kind of take everybody behind the scenes here, I would argue that of the five shows we've done this week, we've hit maybe 30 to 45% of the things that we actually had <laughs> yes. on the show notes that we wanted to discuss. Mhm. And that's usually how it goes. So over preparing, that's kind of what we're in the business of doing and I don't know, Chapman, maybe we're in the market for a, a three-hour VGK Insider Show at some point. Um, I will also say this, like, and I probably shouldn't say it too loud because someone's going to like hear it and be like, yay, let's do this. <laughs> the most fun I've ever had doing radio was the night the Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup. And, and I, like, I mean this sincerely. There were so many people that called in. We, we took so many phone calls that night. All the different stories resonated with me. It was awesome. It was the most fun I had ever had cracking a mic doing radio. Most fun ever.
2: Well, I know how long you went mm-hmm. yeah. because the game, the puck dropped like two hours earlier than it normally does. Sure. And I was driving home at 1130 at night, and I heard you signing off with yeah. Rita, Yeah. who, in a perfect world, Rita closes out the season every single year yeah, because I'd, that I'd means agree. good things happen.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. Um, I mean, listen, there's, there's always an avenue, I feel like, to go longer on the post-game show. And not the post-game show, but the extended. Extended, yes. Show. Because, again, and, and let me just kind of throw that out there to everybody that's listening right now. If you are a regular listener of the extended post-game show, if you're a regular listener of the VGK Insider Show, if you want to have more of a say in terms of having your opinions heard, as long as there's calls, I'm not going to turn them away. So, if you want more content in terms of call in stuff, the extended post game show is where it's at for you. It's every single game. We're never going to turn calls away. Make sure that you show out and we'll go as long as you want to go. That's really what it ends up being, right? Like, that's the kind of the gauntlet that I'm throwing out to everybody going into this season. You want more hockey content, you want us on the air longer, the extended post game show. That's where you have your say in the matter. Okay, so uh, Chris Chapman offering more work for me, which is always fun. I I really appreciate that. Like, it's not going to change your job any, but it'll certainly make things a little bit more difficult on me. But as we mentioned, this is our fifth show of the week. We are finishing off in style. And here's a fun topic that I wanted to dig into. And I threw a poll up there on X which is like really unfortunate because like it just sounds awkward to say that as a as a social media platform. I wish it was still Twitter. Um but you can hit, you can find this poll at Ryan Hockey Guy on X or Twitter depending on how you want to continue to hold on to what used to be. How many 100 point scorers will the NHL have this coming season? And I intentionally left out how many there were last year. Now Chris Chapman you read the show notes. Yes. So you know how many 100-point scorers there were last year in the National Hockey League.
2: Yes, there were. No, 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 oh.
1: no. Don't say the number yet. Don't say the number yet. If you haven't voted on the poll, go now at Ryan Hockey Guy on X. Vote in the poll. I want to get kind of a gauge on where everyone's at. But all that being said, last year there were 11 100-point scorers in the National Hockey League. When I say that to you, does that seem high, low, or about what you were expecting it to be? I think it's pretty
2: close to what I would have guessed. Really? Well, yeah, because you 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 have Guy. I mean, there's so much offensive talent mm-hmm. in the league yep. that I, I, I don't think it's a shock. But I'm trying to remember the year before, there weren't 11, were there? There It was less, I believe, in the previous season. Um we had
1: only eight the eight. previous season. Yep. Scoring is trending in the right direction. It's not fixed by any stretch, but it's certainly trending in the right direction. Like scoring to me, like in my eyes, will be fixed when when we've got a fifty and fifty. Like you've got a guy scoring fifty goals in fifty games. You start to kind of Touch the, the 165 to 170 point range. Like, I know that you, it's going to take an exceptional talent to get there, but that's, that's the NHL that I want, right? 11 seemed low to me. And it seemed low to me because Tage Thompson was on an absolute heater all season long. It blows my mind. Tage Thompson didn't have 100 points. 94. Right. Jack Hughes. It blows my mind. That he was one point shy of 100. The same thing with Mitch Marner. Like, there were guys right there on the bubble. To me, it felt like 15, 16 was really the number of what I was expecting. I saw 11. I'm like, ah, it's good. It's an improvement. But it's a little lower than I thought it would be.
2: Well, and I think we were missing a couple guys. Yeah. Johnny Goudreau, Jonathan Huberdeau. Oh, come on. And Kirill Kaprizov.
1: Okay, let's 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 you 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 just did you just did a thing. Um, oh. Well, what I what I no, was, no 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 no. no. You're, we're not getting out of the Huberdo thing. <laughs> this might be a hot take. This might be a terrible terrible decision on my part. Jonathan Huberdo will not be a hundred point player again. I do not believe Jonathan Huberdo will be a one hundred point player again. So when it happens, remember this, <laughs> clip it, and like make fun of me all day long. Yeah. But when I'm right, I'm going to take the victory lap. Or let me just say this. Jonathan Huberto will not be a 100-point player next year. That's one name you can take off the list. I think that's fair. He will not be. But you know, you're you right. Johnny Gaudreau didn't have 100 points. Jonathan Huberto didn't have 100 points. So I guess my question then becomes this, and this is what I put out there on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. How many 100 point players, scorers, will there be in the NHL coming up this year? Do you believe it'll be 11? Do you think it'll be a little bit more? The brackets that I gave are, are as follows: six or less, seven to 10, 11 to 14, or 15, more, 15 plus.
2: This may sound crazy. I'm going 15 plus.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to throw Kirill Kaprizov on that list. Okay. He missed 15 games last year. Yep. He was a 100-point guy the season before. Yeah. I think he gets back to 100 points. Mm-hmm. You now have Sidney Crosby, who will be getting, I would imagine time with eric carlson especially mm-hmm. on the power play mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he had 93
1: yep 93 points
2: i think he gets to 100 which is incredible wow which is incredible to think that sid i don't know that i'm gonna be that bold i'm
1: going that bold okay
2: i think crosby and carlson no are both...
1: problem being bold about jonathan huberto and his lack of production but i don't know about Sidney Crosby hitting <laughs> hitting 100 points he's only seven away he was close i mean i hear you but it was like it... Sidney sydney hasn't had like down seasons you know what I mean? Like he hasn't had down years by any stretch, but yes. that was like a like an uptick in an, production. An eighty-two for, game
2: Sidney Crosby for could Sidney get there. Sidney Crosby,
1: okay, playing with that's Carlson fair. on the power play. Will Will Eric Carlson have another hundred point season?
2: I think it's possible.
1: Really? I mean, I don't. Maybe. I don't think he does. Let's let's go. Let's go through it. Okay, because I'm curious now. Connor McDavid led all scorers last year. One hundred and fifty three points, sixty four goals, eighty nine assists in eighty two games. Will Connor McDavid score 100 points next year?
2: I think he does it in about 65 games. <laughs>
1: I, think, I think he does it in 55. Yeah,
2: that's, that's probably more likely. Yeah. Like, like, there's zero. I mean, barring injury, mm-hmm. eh, that's a no-brainer.
1: Okay, so that's one. Leon Dreisidel, 128 points in 80 games last year. Will yes. Leon Dreisaitl score yes, okay. absolutely. That's two. David Pasternak. 113 points in 82 games last year. Will Pasternak score 100 points? Yes. Okay, that's three.
2: You don't think so? You gave me a look. There's not a lot around him. Yeah, but he's a dynamic goal scorer.
1: I know know he's a dynamic goal scorer, but there's no Bergeron. There's no Krejci.
2: Someone's going to step up. Who? I don't know. Who? I don't know. Who?
1: But the Bruins always... Look, they're a good organization. Is it going to be Jake DeBrusque? No, probably not. Is it... Like, you know what Brad Marchand is, but yeah. Brad Marchand and David Pasternak alone, or Brad Marchand yeah. and David Pasternak. Why? Because of P- Patrice Bergeron. There's mm. no Patrice Bergeron anymore. I, I, I think he gets there. Okay. I'll give you that one. That's three. Nikita Kucherov. Yes. Okay. That's four. Nathan McKinnon. Yes. The numbers on McKinnon are nuts, though. 111 points in just 71 games.
2: Yeah. I, I think that's...
1: Monster year for McKinnon.
2: And... I know Lannis Gogg, mm-hmm. not there. He's still got Miko Rantanen. and he's still got Kale McCartney. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, I'm not worried about. I'm not yeah. I'm not worried about that. That's
2: okay. a no brainer for me.
1: Okay. Jason Robertson, 109 points.
2: Absolutely. Really? Yes, I think he I think I think of all these guys, mm-hmm. I don't have any doubt about any of them.
1: Okay. So no doubt about Robertson. Matthew Kachuk, 109 and 79.
2: 82 games from Matthew Kachuk. Mm-hmm. Yes, he gets there.
1: Back to back. Okay, good. Um, so that's seven. Miko ranted in 105 points. You're calling Miko? He, he projects there? up. I okay. think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think we're, we're going to hit our first one. Yes. I think we're going to hit our first one that falls out of the... Uh, out of the, out, of, the, out right. of the top. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, 104 points in 82 games last year. Will Ryan Nugent Hopkins score 100 points next year? No. Okay. I agree with you. I don't think he will either. His
2: career high previous to last season yeah. was 69 points. Yeah.
1: Listen... He's going to score points. I just don't think he's going to hit the hundred. That's a
2: that's a lot of points. It's a lot. Three of guys points. on one yeah. team to hit a hundred. That's that's really tough.
1: I agree. So we've got eight right now. Yes. That we believe will hit hundred points next year. I'm more leaning seven because I'm I'm a little iffy on Pasternak, but seven, eight, whatever it is. Elias Pettersson, 102 points in 80 games. I think he takes a step
2: back. I don't think he gets to 100 points. Okay. I just don't have a lot of belief in the Vancouver Canucks.
1: It's a contract year. Oh. I'm going to say he hits hundred points. It's a contract year. I think this is a really important season for Patterson. It's one of those de- like career defining moments, not just for Patterson, but also for, you know, the Vancouver Canucks. We talked earlier with the Vegas Golden Knights about like franchise altering trades depending on how things go with Patterson this year it's either going to be a player that you lock up because he's that good in everything that you want him to be and he reaches that potential in a contract year or you're looking to get as much value for him as you possibly can should you need to trade him so
2: when i uh, look at when i look at his his career numbers yep. what jumped off the charts last season for him was was his assist totals yep he only had 36 assists the previous season he jumped up to 63 sure 39 is a career high for him. So if he's and, gonna get there, he's gonna need to 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 I mean, he scored almost 40 goals. Sure. I, I don't worry yeah. about the goal scoring. Yeah. I wonder if can he reproduce the assist totals?
1: Yeah, I, I mean a lot of that's Bo Horvat, right? Like yeah. he's no longer with the Vancouver Canucks, but Horvat was scoring at a ridiculous clip early on in the season. Before they traded him. Um yeah. Yeah. I still think he. I still think he gets there. I think. I think the world of the player. I. I really, I really like him too. So I'm and gonna... he seems
2: like a good, like a very likable guy. Okay, I root for him. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So you, you're st- you're sticking at eight. You don't believe it.
2: I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't think he gets there.
1: Okay. Well, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna pull Pasternak out. Okay. And I'm gonna put Pedersen in. So you and I are still at eight. Okay. Okay. We've we've gone ten names deep, and we've got eight players we both believe will be hundred point players next year. Yes. Okay. Eric Carlson.
2: I think he has a very real possibility to get there. If he's
1: healthy, if he's healthy, he's going to be playing with Sid. Oh, I love this. I love this. Oh, my goodness. Okay. This is just a funny thing when you look at stats. All right? We've gone, we've gone 10 deep now. 11 deep now in terms of 100-point players last year. There are only two players with a minus that, have, that, have, that scored 100 points last well, year. I know who one of them is. Well, one of them is Eric, <laughs> Eric Carlson. Carlson. The <laughs> other one is Nikita Kucherov. Nikita, Nikita Kucherov was a minus two last year. Eric Carlson was a minus 26. <laughs> um, I don't believe Eric Carlson is going to score 100 points next year. I just don't see it. And the only reason that I say that is when Eric Carlson was alongside Brent Burns, You never had one guy really take over yeah. the way that Carlson did last year and to a degree the way that Brent Burns did with the the Carolina Hurricanes. Hurricanes, Now you've got Carlson and Letang. You got to split them up on the power play. All these things start to kind of bubble to the surface. I think he's going to be close to a point-a-game player. I don't think he's a 100-point player. I just don't see it. So I'm still stuck at 8. Okay. You're at 9?
2: I'm at 9. I think Carlson. I think barely gets there. okay Like I think he was he was what, 11th or 10th in points last year. I mm-hmm. think he's a little lower, but I think he gets there.
1: All right. Um the biggest no-brainer in the world right now. Jack Hughes, 99 points in 78 games. Absolutely. 100 100%. Yes. Barring injury, of course. Jack Hughes is absolutely a 100-point player. Yeah. Okay. So you and I are on the same page. We're both you're at 10, I'm at 9. Mitch Marner, 99 points in 80 games. He
2: projects up. I think he gets there. He had 97 the year before. Mm -hmm. He's really, really close. Right there. I think Mitchell gets there.
1: Yeah, I think he does too. I I really do. Braden Point, 95 points in 82 games. Is Braden Point a 100-point player?
2: Uh, I don't think so.
1: Ooh. Really?
2: His career high was 92, but he followed it up 64, 48, 58, 95 I don't know. Okay, he, I, he,
1: talk, he talked me into it.
2: I don't think he gets there.
1: Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm with you there. Okay. Tage Thompson, who I swear scored 1,000 points last <laughs> year. I don't understand how he didn't hit 100. Yeah. But Tage Thompson, 94 goals. I'm sorry, 94 points, 47 goals, 47 assists, 78 games. Does Tage Thompson score 100 points? Yes. I agree. I'm, I'm with you. And, and that is because the buffalo sabers take a next step, tage thompson takes a next step. I think he scores more than 50 goals and I think he's a 100 point player. Well, I think what
2: helps him too is I think alex tuck takes a next step too. And I think he hits a career high in points and I think that's going to help tage.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Sidney Crosby, you think he's a 100 point player? I think he gets there.
1: I, don't, I I don't think so. I I
2: I just Oh, man, I'm salivating with him and Carlson together on the power play.
1: Yeah, but if it's not Carlson on that first unit... Then it changes why, things. It, it changes, changes
2: everything. But why wouldn't it be? Because
1: you got Chris Letang. Oh,
2: man. Yeah, but I don't think you bring in Carlson to be a second. Maybe you do. All
1: right, we'll see.
2: Yeah, it's, that's... I, I think... I will never bet against Sid.
1: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Artemi Panarin, 92 points, 82 games.
2: no. I don't think he gets there. I think, I think he's a, a guy who's in between, like, 90 and 100, but I don't think he gets there. Mika, I think he's in the 90s, but I don't think he's 100.
1: Mika Zibanejad, 91 and 82. No. Okay. Your favorite player. <laughs> Tim Stutzla. 19th in scoring last year. Timmy Stutzla. Will he score more than Dylan Larkin?
2: Yes. Yes, okay, he will. Good. Yes.
1: Good. At least we got that squared away. Yes. Ninety points for Tim Stutzla last year. Is he a hundred point player?
2: Yes. I think he what? gets there. Yeah. Really? His his wow. trajectory goes up. He went from what fifty something as a rookie. Getting better. Keeps yeah. getting better. Yeah. And
1: and look, you you sold me on the Ottawa Senators. Okay. This is this is this is a big one for me. Big Willie style, William Nylander.
2: Yeah, you like him.
1: Eighty-seven points in eighty-two games. I 100? don't.
2: I, I don't think he gets
1: to hundred. Hot take, I think William Nealander is a hundred point player.
2: Wow! Oh yeah! Wow! It's,
1: a, it's, a, it's it's a he could be the biggest fish on the market in free agency. Contract he could year. be yeah. the biggest catch for any team going into free agency. I think William Nealander has a monster year. Wow! I'm, I'm making him a hundred point player. Okay. Okay. How many? Are, how many are we at? I don't know. I lost count. Okay. I lost count. I I think. I'm right in the in the like ten to fourteen range,
2: because I'm 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 adding guys to the list who weren't in the top twenty in scoring last year.
1: Okay, all right, I want to get to those in a minute. Um, Clayton Keller, no. Okay, Austin Matthews, yes. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. Um, Steven Stamkos,
2: he was there the year before. He wasn't there last year. He's a year older. I don't think he gets
1: there. Steven Stamkos will not score a hundred points. Okay. Hit me with how many you got? Three, four, five, ten? Um, no, I think All I made. All right, Patrick Line. <laughs> um, um,
2: Well, I'm gonna add Kirill Caprice off to the list.
1: Okay, yeah, I agree with that. I'm right there with you.
2: I I don't really know if there's a lot of other guys. Kevin Fiala. Oh. I don't even know what he had last year in terms of points.
1: I don't think he was close. I don't think he was close, but Kevin Fiala, I think, is is somebody to keep an eye on when it comes to this because he he's he's electric. He can score. Um, I mean, I, a lot of it, ha- it does depend on Pierre Luc Dubois and how much Pierre Luc Dubois wants to do the thing. But yeah, I, I like Kevin Fiala a lot. Alexander Barkov. I'm going to get a full season out of him. Yeah, he's fully healthy.
2: He's a, he's a he's a assist machine. Okay. I don't think he gets to 100. I think close, but I don't think he gets to 100.
1: What about Johnny Hockey, Johnny Gaudreau?
2: No, I, I don't think that team's good enough. No? No. He only had 70, what, only, listen to me, only had 75 <laughs> points last year. I think, I think he, he improves. Mm-hmm. I don't think he makes up 25 points.
1: All right, here's one that I'm interested to hear your take on. Rope hints.
2: Man, I, I like, really. Jason
1: Robertson is a hard oh, player. Oh,
2: man, I, I really like Rope hints.
1: How is Rope not?
2: He's going to be close. Mm-hmm. He he had seventy five last year. Yep. I think he he takes another step. I think he he's going to be close. Hundred is a lot, but he's going to he's going to be knocking on the door.
1: Last one. You ready? Yes. Connor Bedard. No. Okay.
2: I I I I think between sixty and seventy is probably a fair.
1: Okay. That's fine. So your official take, if you were going to fill out this poll right now, it is 6 or less, 7 to 10, 11 to 14, or 15 plus. Where I'm going, going
2: 15 plus. You I, are, I think I had more than 15.
1: Only 5.4% of people agree with you.
2: I feel like, look, you, you, you look at the jump it made from two sure. years ago I agree. to this year. I agree. It went from 8 to 11. We may not get to 15. There may be some guys due to injury or whatever that that we have on the list who don't get there, but there's no reason to think that scoring is going to go down.
1: Does it surprise you that 45% of the vote is going 7 to 10? Yes. Surprises me too. I think people think
2: there may be a regression. I don't think there's going to be a regression in scoring.
1: I don't think there's going to be a regression either. The more I sit and think about it, like I want to be bold and say 15 plus. I'm going to leave that to you. I'm going 11 to 14.
2: But there's so many the, what 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 sells me is there are so many good young players. I agree. In the league. Like Jack Hughes is
1: 21. Like, he's 21. You you were you were quick to dismiss Clayton Keller. Yes. But Logan Cooley is going to have an impact on the Arizona Coyotes. If he's as good as a lot of people think he is going to be. Keller Keller may get there. He had 86. Keller can push. He's their superstar. He is. Yeah. I mean, if if he gets some help, mm-hmm.
2: I mean, the guy can't do it all by himself, so no. he's going to need some help. Yeah, But he had 49 assists last year.
1: I mean, he's a good player. <laughs> who's finishing
2: those? Well, that's
1: <laughs> – Yeah. Who the hell is – like, uh, like He had no one finishing it last year. Who's putting year that now. in the net for him? Now it's working. <laughs> now he's got Logan Cooley. Yeah, it's a fun little exercise, but it's a, it's a nice one. It's a good one because it gives you an idea of where the game's at right now. Individual skill. High-end skill. It's all on display, and we've got a lot of prolific scoring happening in the National Hockey League. I fall in the 11-14 to range. Chapman's going way off the board, 15-plus. He might have 25 guys he thinks are going to be 100-point <laughs> players, but you got to just watch all 82 games. you got to see how it all pans out as we go into next season. That
2: means you, JT
1: Miller. I'm expecting a bounce back. Oh, stop it. No, I'm not. Yeah, JT Miller's not no. a 100-point player. E- he's jonathan <laughs> huberdo i can't believe you did that i cannot believe you did that <laughs> <laughs> one-timers are next on the vgk insider show
2: carlson left corner centered one-timer score
0: it's time for one-timers. one-timers a quick look at news and notes from around the national hockey league brought to you by paul Law. it's not about the injury it's about the recovery
1: One-timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League. Brought to you by Paul Padilla. It's not about the injury. It's about the recovery. And I would imagine there's like a recovery period if you happen to be on the wrong side of history in a playoff series against the Toronto Maple Leafs. (laughs) And unfortunately, the Tampa Bay Lightning, as much success as they have had over the last four years are on the wrong side of history when it comes to the Toronto Maple Leafs. And it's pissed off Mikhail Sergachev. I love petty. We've talked about this. (laughs) This is amazing. Mikhail Sergachev is pissed off the lightning loss to the Leafs in the first round of the playoffs. Quote, in my head, we should have won the Stanley Cup. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump the brakes there. Toronto didn't even get out, the, out of the next round, <laughs> but okay. Sergeyev told this to Sportsnet, Sportsnet's Luke Fox. He went on to say, every year we should win the cup. We don't want to be the team that Toronto finally beats <laughs> to get to the second round. End quote. I'm a Mikhail Sergachev fan.
2: Yeah, I want that guy on my I team. I
1: love that.
2: I want that guy on my team.
1: Imagine the weight that the Tampa Bay Lightning have to carry into this season. Like, if Tampa goes off and they win, like, three more Stanley Cups, it's because <laughs> they lost, they to, lost Toronto. to Toronto. And the sheer <laughs> embarrassment of that moment is going to live with them and haunt them. It doesn't matter how many Stanley Cups you've won. <laughs> you lose in the playoffs to Toronto? It's almost like it erases everything that you've done.
2: Man, that is... That is some phenomenal stuff. That's a great oh, quote. I love it. Like I, I'm with you. I like the pettiness of it. Like it's it's humiliating for that organization that they lost to the Maple Leafs.
1: I mean, Tampa's done their fair share of ripping off Toronto. I mean, their jerseys are essentially identical. And like, can we can we just talk about that for a moment, Tampa? <laughs> When you broke into the league, you had perfect jerseys. Black, white, the gray with the with the yellow lightning bolt, like it was cool. It felt fun and unique. You can like spruce it up a little bit with some neon to like really play into the to the Florida nightlife. Why are you trying to be boring? You don't play in a boring setting. Why are you trying to be boring? Go back to the really good jersey.
2: Yeah, Tampa's a cool city. I I have family in Tampa. I love going to Tampa. Like it's a it's a fun place. Yeah. They should be a little more when, bold with, with their
1: When Tampa and Toronto play in the playoffs. We can't I tell feel who's like, who? I feel like I'm watching a scrimmage. Like outside of the, the lightning bolt on yeah. the pants.
2: Yeah. That's it. Like I almost said shorts. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I learned that lesson. You were right there. But yeah, outside of the the lightning bolt down the side of the pants, like it's it's tough to tell. Like if I don't know who the home team is. Mm-hmm. What the hell am I watching?
1: My TV broken? I feel like Mikhail Sergeyev is going to start a line brawl. Oh, it's the great. First time Tampa. That's plays great. Football, I really do. We, I, we need that. I love it. I love it. The petty. Give it to me. Inject it into my veins. Like, I love it. It's phenomenal. Mikhail Sergachev never change. Never, well, ever, ever under any circumstances change.
2: That's a guy who's got a little snarl in his game, too.
1: A lot of snarl. I like him. Yeah, I like I him a lot. That's why they won that's why they won championships you want to talk Mikhail Sergachev, the proxy for Vegas Nick Hank an absolute howitzer of a shot growing into his own and not going to take anything from anybody that's why you win championships Sidney Crosby on 32 thoughts the podcast with Elliot Friedman Jeff Merrick said that he is open to playing on Connor McDavid's wing for Team Canada. Should that happen? And you might be asking yourself, okay, well, when is Sidney Crosby going to be able to play for Canada? Because there hasn't been a best on best tournament in a long, 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 long time. Well, the NHL is hopeful to get the world of the World Cup of Hockey back in 2025, hopeful to go to the Olympics in 2026. Sidney Crosby is probably going to play until he's 40, so I'm sure that he'll be around for those two events should they happen. But here's the quote, and I love it from Crosby. Quote, whatever he, McDavid, wants to do, he can carry the mail, I'll just find the opening. You're talking about one of the best facilitators to ever play the game. You're talking about the most skilled grinder to ever play the game. One of the best centers to ever play the game. And the respect that he has is, eh, you know, I'm, I'm an older guy. I like Connor do all that. I'm just going to park it in the front in front of the net and I'm just going to score a bunch of goals. Sidney Crosby is like a fine wine. Better and better and better with age. Most people would read this and be like, should not default to McDavid. You're the center. Let him. Just let him play the wing. <laughs> not Crosby. He's he's thinking with his brain here. Let Connor do all that hard stuff. Let him worry about the I want the, glory. The, the routes in the, in the in the defensive zone. I'm just going to be right here. You feed me the puck, it's going in the back of the net. But I I'm not doing all that other stuff.
2: <laughs> well, Love it. I feel like he's earned that, right? I agree. With Canada and yeah. and in the and, and in the NHL, so by the way, don't want to play against that line.
1: I don't not even, it care. even, I don't even who, care who's it, on the other side. It doesn't even matter. Who, like it doesn't matter. And and like that's the crazy thing about it, when when Crosby was playing with Team Canada, World Cup, Olympics, all that, the line that 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 carried the mail was Bergeron, Marchand, Crosby. Good God! Could you imagine? getting anything against that one well
2: the idea of patrice bergeron and sidney crosby on a line together yep. gives me the heebie-jeebies it's
1: disgusting like it's not fair it's
2: it's it's a cheat code mm-hmm. like you have a guy who they should change the name of the selkie award to yeah the bergeron award sure playing with the big, the greatest player of his generation maybe one of the top 5 players ever yeah like cheat code yep. it's unfair and oh, and by the way, you got to worry about Brad Marchand.
1: Well, who knows
2: pissing who, you off.
1: Like I I feel like if you go into the World Cup of Hockey, assuming it happens in 2025. And Canada's top line is Connor McDavid and Sidney Crosby. They should just have to play 2 four, on yeah. 4 on 5. <laughs> like I'm I'm not I'm not joking or like Corey Perry has to be the other one. <laughs> Corey Perry, yes. Just, you know what I mean. Just the agitator. Is there is there a player out there that you can think of that would be able to bring the skill level down far enough for it to be fair? Because it's not. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be fair. Maybe. Oh, I got it. I got it. We're talking about twenty twenty five here it is you ready oh no team canada number one line world cup of hockey Sidney crosby yes connor mcdavid nathan mckinnon
2: oh my god i was thinking mitch marner no but nathan mckinnon yeah oh my god oh. just give him the gold
1: how about, how about this one?
2: They don't get line changes. Those three guys have to play how about, every how, shift.
1: How about this one? Sidney Crosby. Connor McDavid. Connor Bedard. Oh. Number one overall pick. Number one overall pick. Number one overall pick. Oh, my God. Decades apart. Could you imagine that? Especially if Bedard is... Like is what he's advertised? What he's advertised to be. How fun would that be to watch? be unbelievable. I'd if root it, against him. Like, if I were Canada, there's no way you're not sending NHL players to the Olympics. Yeah. Like, it, 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 is a, it is a legitimate cheat code. It is. And, like, you know, you look at, you look at Team USA, right? They're pretty good. You've got Matthew Kachuk, Brady Kachuk, Austin Matthews. Yeah, pretty good. Not that good. It's not that. No, no.
2: Whew. Like that, legitimately. If Bedard is as good as advertised, sure, could be the greatest line ever assembled in the history of hockey.
1: Mario Lemieux,
2: Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. Like a word. Who was the third guy?
1: I, I should know this. Howard
2: We'll have to look it up.
1: I think it was Howard Chuck.
2: What year was what? What Olympics was that?
1: I don't know what it was.
2: I'll look it up. I'll I'm, try to find it in the break.
1: I'm not Canadian, Chapman. <laughs>
2: oh, this you this. Know,
1: you know he's listening. Johnny he's, Blue Checkmark. He's, he's, he's listening right now. Yeah. Oh, is he mad at he's
2: us? He's stewing.
1: Oh, is he mad at us?
2: Yeah, Johnny Blue Checkmark. He's he's stewing.
1: I'm not Canadian. Though. Yeah. There's, there's Means no, nothing to me. No re like I. It was Summit Series, right?
2: I'm gonna look it up and see when they play yeah. who who the third guy was.
1: Sorry, I'm not Canadian. Yeah. Can't do it for you.
2: You're not going to sing Oh Canada, like Oh Christmas Tree?
1: I haven't lost a bet. That's true. I haven't had to do it.
2: Oh Canada, Oh Canada. That's terrible. (laughs) What was that guy? That was for the CFL team that was here. Oh my gosh. We did like
1: a. We did like. We had a promo for that and everything. We had three shows devoted to that thing. It was amazing. (laughs) Oh, God. It was fantastic. Uh, Here's actual news. In one-timers, Zach Aston-Reese has signed a PTO with Carolina Hurricanes. This is important because Zach Aston-Reese is a very, very good defensive forward, and for Carolina, I st- like. There's always going to be that wonder with that team as to whether or not they're going to be able to finish the way that you would expect them to finish. Um, but I like Aston-Reese with with Carolina. It'll be interesting to kind of see. How he rolls along as Chapman is furiously trying to figure out who the third player was. So it
2: looks like it was 1987. Okay. The Canada Cup. Okay. Sponsored by Labatt. Sure. And it does appear that it may have been Howard Chuck.
1: Oh! Howard Chuck?
2: The Canadian team had. Gretzky? Gretzky, Howard Chuck, and Lemieux. Okay. Had 12 future Hall of Famers assembled on one team.
1: Okay. I'm glad I knew. Still not Canadian, but I'm glad I knew. By the way, yeah.
2: One of the goalies on that team. Okay. He had a rap song. Member of the L.A. On, Kings. Rudy's <laughs> yes, on
1: duty. Yes. yes. List, just, just give me the names. All right.
2: So you got Howard Chuck. Yeah. Mark Messier. Okay. Mike Gartner. Okay. Glenn Anderson. Yeah. Kevin Dineen, Okay. Michelle Goulet. Sure. Brent Suter. Yep. Rick Tockett. Yeah. Brian Propp. Okay. Doug Gilmore. Yep. God, he was good. Yeah, he was. Claude Lemieux. Mm-hmm. Mario Lemieux.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Wayne Gretzky. Yep. Doug Crossman. Mm-hmm. Craig Hartsburg. Sure. Uh Norman Roquefort. Okay. James Patrick. Raymond
1: Bork. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. it goes by Ray. Ray. Larry Murphy. Mm-hmm. Paul Coffey.
1: Yep.
2: Ron Hextall. Sure. Kelly Rudy. Grant Fuhrer. By the way, it doesn't matter who's in net. I'm sure those guys would tell me otherwise. Hexo might beat me up and tell me otherwise. There's
1: um, there's a lot of Canadian fans that are not going to like what I'm about to say. I'll take McDavid, Crosby, and McKinnon any day. Yes, that's all I got. Those are your one timers for today, Friday, September fifteenth. Catching up with Chapman is next.
0: When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman.
2: You know, Ryan, just looking through the notes of this Canada Cup in 1987. Uh Uh-huh. Like, unbelievable statistics for Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux. Sure. So they played nine games in the tournament, and in the nine games, Wayne Gretzky had 18 assists at all 21 points total only three goals okay mario lemieux 11 goals and seven assists to go along with eight penalty minutes
1: he was oh, clearly the finisher
2: yes yes your all tournament team mm-hmm. was grant Fuhr, yep in net for team canada ray bork slava fatisov and then the forwards were wayne gretzky mario lemieux yeah. not Dale howard chuck do Vladimir Krutov of the Soviet Union was the third member of the forwards to make the All-Tournament Team. Wayne Gretzky, your tournament MVP. Sure. So, uh,
1: three, all three goals.
2: By the way, uh-huh. yep. The best goalie, at least according to the numbers, mm-hmm. John Vanbiesbroeck. Okay. Nine goals allowed in four games. Goals against average of 2.25. Kay.
1: Grant Fuhr, by the way. Oh, I was going to ask.
2: He was actually fifth okay. with a 3.34 goals against average. You know who was the goalie for the well, they were called Czechoslovakia at the time. Your okay. favorite oh, is it goalie of all time. The Dominic Hasek? With a 3.33 goals against Average in six games. So
1: he hadn't been the he hadn't become the dominant. No, ever. no,
2: not, not at that point, but uh Unbelievable! Like looking at some of these rosters too. Like the the Russian, it was before all the Russian players had come to the U.S. Yeah. So like, <laughs> the opportunity to see those guys play was few and far between.
1: What was uh, what was every score in in the final?
2: Six five.
1: Six five every game.
2: Three game series. Soviet Union wins the first game in overtime, six five. Team yep. Canada wins game two in double overtime, six five. And then the winning goal was scored by Mario Lemieux. From Wayne Gretzky, and Wikipedia says, one of the most memorable plays in Canadian sports history.
1: I got Dale Howardchuck right. That's all I care about. I don't, and, think, I don't think Mallard's going to yell at me. On and let's Tuesday. be honest. If yeah.
2: if Gretzky to Lemieux is one of the most memorable moments in the Summit Series in Canadian sports history, you probably don't have a whole lot of sports history.
1: They've got multiple Olympic gold medals. We're back with you on Tuesday. I just had to take a shot at Canada. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you then on Fox Sports Las Vegas.